Okay, so Siyata Deshmaya, we're going to begin our weekly Shir in Sicha Saran class trip with Rabbi Nachman. With, um, with abundance, Siyata Deshmaya, Hashem's assistance and presence, giving us the ability to delve deeply into Rabbi Nachman's approach to Avodah Hashem, one piece at a time, even though like we have been discussing and we've experienced that they're not in any specific order, but slowly but surely, little sparks of light together form to create a gigantic torch that will illuminate Be'ez Hashem, our ups and our downs and the entirety of our, of our Yiddishkeit and our engagement with Avodah Hashem. All B'Siyat HaDashmaya, Amiz Hashem this year should be a schus for the Fushlema of a very close Rabbi of mine who's in need of Rachma Shemayim, Rev Elio David Ben Masha, is Hashem should have a speedy and complete Rufu Shlema Bakar of Mamish. Okay, so last week we began at the end of the shear, which is really supposed to be the whole shear, but we still had uh, you know, some, some extra material left over from the previous shear in Zichzarandalid. So we started talking about this Indian of Rabbi Nachman's approach to Emuna by way of Tamimusubshita, simplicity without philosophy. We talked about the limit. Of uh, a philosophical speculation that begins with one's own mind and one's own perception and experience, and we describe that Rabbi Nachman tells us that even though a philosopher can come to that understanding of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's existence, he can come to the rational understanding of there having been a first cause. We quoted uh, the, you know, the words or the terminology of Aristotle, the unmoved mover, that first cause from which everything else came. Rabbi Nachman told us in Chaim Aran that one mitzvah, even the deepest, biggest philosopher, couldn't come up with one, with one mitzvah, with one mitzvah. And even the, and even the, uh, the, the, the Rambam, Shosiyagnoleinu, that Rabbi Nachman spoke about his Ta'ame HaMitzvahs. We didn't really have time to get into it, and now we certainly don't, because we have a lot to do to move into the next phase of it. But that Rabbi Nachman said that the Rambam's Ta'ame HaMitzvahs, that are all Alpipshat, that are all simple, that are all aimed in the direction of our own improvement, our own human completion, our own Tikkun, how that's really a connection to the general mahalach of the philosopher's idea of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that even though there is revelation in the Rambam's scheme, and the Rambam's the biggest maimin of all maminim, and the biggest baki in Tarash B'Ksav, Tarash that there was like Kam but at the end of the day, there's a certain approach. This is pre-Zohar, and the Rambam didn't have access to the Zohar Kaddish. Otherwise, everything would have been very different. Like we see in the Ramban, who did have access to the Zohar, whose Tameh HaMitzvahs, even though they are very much aligned in a certain way with the Alpi Pshat of the Rambam, but the, but the Ramban is always bringing extra levels. The Ramban is always bringing different layers. And although there's some layer that's Alpi Pshat, certainly, but there's always deeper layers of Sod and Remez. And in the Rambam's Tamiya Mitzvahs, it's associated with this concept of the removed God that's silent, that can't be impacted, that can't be moved, that lacks nothing, it really needs nothing of us, but it's all for us. It's all for our completion. It's all for us. And in that way, we're commanded upon, right? And the mitzvahs are commanded upon us so that we should come to our own shlemos to be able to be matim with ethics and morality, the to bring us into the Adam HaShalim, which is also, Musa really branched out from that approach as well. But in Chasidus and Pnimi Satorah, in the Ramban, in the Bechina of the Kabbalistic understanding of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's stake in creation, so a Kaddish Baruch Hu becomes the most impacted mover. In Echadami, he moves us. That's his Yerusha Le'ela, the Bechina of Shabbos Kodesh. But Yantiv is that we have a say, that we can stand up and we can do something. If I could ask really to ask in the nicest way that he should, Mamish, that if you could move, that the Yerusha speaking could move somewhere else. I apologize. Mamish in the sweetest way, just ask him, don't tell him. Right? That, um, 
I don't hear him anymore. Seder, yeah. So, 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 in the, in the aspect of Yantiv, that there should be this Bechina, that Am Yisrael can stand up. And in the Kabbalistic understanding of Kuchabricha and Shechina, and, and this, this ability that Am Yisrael has to really stand up and to do something unbelievable. For HaKadosh Baruch Hu no, he doesn't need anything. Yes, he's Shalim Bikom and he's but within that system, we understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put us here to be able to help him We start to get into some discussion where in some way, in accordance with what he wanted with regard to creation, we do indeed have a lot to be able to give to him and to make, make tikkunim and rectifications and to, and to, and to reveal a Kaddish Baruch Hu, something that conceivably he couldn't have done without us. Of course he could have done it without us. And of course ultimately it's all for us, but still along the way, the Kabbalistic understanding of the mitzvahs and the ta'amim that are given, even though we understand that they're infinitely deeper than the mind's ability to grasp, but it's much more in the way of a reciprocal relationship where he's giving to us, we're able to give to him. He is able to be impacted. He does have nachas ruach from us. And it's a whole different approach in the sense of where our role uh, uh, falls with regard, to the, with regard to the mitzvahs. And we learned this lush, and we'll begin from the beginning of Sichas Ran Hey, and then we'll move a little bit further. We have a lot to do with Philosophy. We'll begin from the beginning again. The Rabbi Nachman spoke disparagingly about the sefer, the, the, the sfarim of the machakrim and the philosophim and the philosophers. This aspect of being disgusted, he was very disgusted by the Amar she'in sham klal seichel gamur. And this is a terminology we began to focus on last time. This. Bechina of Seichel Gamur, of complete and total knowledge that we talked about even in previous Sichas, when we talked about Tachlis HaYediyah Shalai Neida, that you can get to Yediyah if you're in your own ego. But the Tachlis HaYediyah is Ashalai Neida. That's the aspect of revelation. That's something that's gifted to you from a higher realm beyond your own mind's ability to grasp on its own, where we need to open ourselves up, like Aristotle needs to open up to the midst of Tefillin, right? Even though he can come up in his own mind with our conception of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but it's not a God that gifts you something. Something. It's not a God that has a relationship with you. It's not a God that's speaking to you and every word of Tyre and that's giving you an ability to connect to him and to help him and to partner with him in creation. That, that kind of God it's not, right? And so... There's seichel, but it's not seichel gomer. We discussed last time that we'll say a little bit why he brought dafka. These two, these two were big mekubalim. The marsha was a big mekubalim. The Maram Shif is big, big mekubalim. Both wrote svarim and kabbalah and the marsha many, many times. Even though he doesn't use kabbalistic terminology, but still, in, in, in many different agadic portions of the marsha, you can see that he's going al derech and kubalim very, very much. And the marsha, it's yadua had kabbalah. The Maram Shif yadua had had kabbalah. So I don't know if he's speaking about the, the Mamarim of the Marsha that are in, in Pshat, right, that are in Tarsh Baal Maybe he's talking about the Kabbalistic writings of the Marsha. I don't know. But Al-Kalpanim, these Sadiqim that were connected to the revelation, right, Das, that's not simply what we're able to understand with our own mind and what, 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 what us humans can come to, what we do know about Hashem, what we don't know about Hashem. But Kabbalah that was, that was, that was, uh, that was completely and entirely founded upon revelation. Eliyahu and Nabi coming to the Sadiqim, revealing to them Sodos, the Magidim, the Magad that came to the Beis Yosef, and throughout throughout history, nothing that Arizal said was from his own das. The person reached, the tzaddik reached a level of of of. of we're going to learn Yerushalayim. We're going to talk about Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, of Bittel, Mamish Bittel, that he 
access levels because of his own ego, getting his own ego out of the way, which by the philosophers is the opposite. It's all about what the human mind can grasp and only what I can grasp I can believe in. And anything that I can't grasp, I can't believe in. And it's all about the intellect and what I myself, not myself, but right from their perspective, what they can achieve. But, but I result, it's, it's, it's mamish the habit. It's the exact opposite. It's the, it's the complete aspect of getting the ego totally and entirely out of the way so that we can come to the place of revelation and HaKadosh Baruch was able to fill us Right? And that's Seichel Gamor. It's otherworldly brilliance. It's not this worldly, you know, yeah, it's, you know we, can, we can come up with a pshat, how this one fits with that one, and, 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 and make things work out in a nice pshat, right? This is Seichel Gamor. It's something completely and entirely different. Mashu, mamish miyuchat. And that was what we spent most of the time last week's year talking about the distinction and the difference between Seichel Gamor and Seichel She'ena Gamor, Ta'amim of the mitzvahs that are founded upon revelation as opposed to Ta'amim of the mitzvahs that are founded upon Pshat, that are associated with a God that we, that we cannot impact, that we're not in a reciprocal relationship with, and therefore it's a completely different experience of Yiddishkeit than the one that the Baal Shem HaKadosh and that the Zayar rooted all the way in this tradition throughout our history that was slowly but surely revealed until Rabbi Nachman was the final shlav, or at least that's what he said about himself, that after him there's no new neshamas, and this was the last giloy to be able to bring to us this kind of Yiddishkeit where mamas were not only that our Kodesh Baruch was our, our God, and not even that he's our king, or even that he's our father, but mamas our best friend, our lover, our beloved, Shira Shirim, that's the das of Mashiach, Amalar is Dale, das is Hashem, Kamayim Liam Chasim. Okay. So that's what we focused on last time, and over here we're we're we're, we're finishing off what we just what we started last time. We don't have such a thing when it comes to our Torah. We don't have this kind of uh, we don't have this kind of philosophizing, and in the philosophy sphere, we don't have this kind of seichel. That's otherworldly, mamish otherworldly. That has nothing to do with our own das adarab. Of course, we understand it with our das, and it makes perfect sense. But it's something that we never could have, could have, could have come to on our own. Okay, here we begin Shlav Beis, which talks about the sugi of Yerushalayim, and Besiyat Yerushalayim. We have a lot to cover. We should be zeichet to get to it. Va'amar Rabbi Nachman says, Ashrei Misha Eini Yodei Klal B'Sifrayim. Fortunate is the person that does not know anything from those far. Rak Hoylech B'Tamimos, but he goes with simplicity. And he has simple fear of being punished, even though the Svaramakdashim tell us that on a certain level it's the, it's the lowliest aspect of Yira. We're going to talk about three levels, really four levels, three levels of Yira. But fortunate is the one that's a Tamim. And that goes with the simple Yira that I don't need to, need to be Mavakish Gedolus. But I just go with this very, very simple level of engaging with Yiddishkeit where I believe that if I, if I, uh, if I do the wrong thing, so then there's Aynish, then there's Schar and Aynish. Ki ikra avoyed betchila hu rak, mach mazir sa Aynish. Rabbi Nachman says betchila, the beginning, is to mamish work on yir sa Aynish. Just on yir sa Aynish. Ubali yir sa Aynish. Without this simple, even though it seems simple, klape, the higher levels of yir that we're going to talk about, but it's really, it's really not so easy at all. We're going to learn from the Vitebsker and Priya Arts. It's not so easy to get to real Yerusha Einish where it's going to be so entirely real to you that it's going to prevent you from acting. That's already a very high level. E.F. Nachman says, without this, we cannot take one step in our Hashem. 
And Rabbi Nachman continues, Even the tzaddikim that reach very lofty levels of of love and awe, awe and love. But he says they need year as well. Those that serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of pure love, it is a very high level. We all speak about it. And we all strive for it. And it's good to strive for it. But it's a very, it's a very, very high darga for somebody to come to such love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that from love alone it's going to be able to take, to, to, uh, to prevent a person from sur meirah. That's a very hard thing. The Iker who Yerusha Einish and the foundation of our Yiddishkeit is belief in Schar and Einish that let's work on that. Ki Yira Ilah, because a higher level of Yira, we're going to learn that this is the highest level of Yira, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Rav Shalit, that he's the master of the universe, and that therefore doing a Chait is going to get in the way of that. Rabbi Nachman says that this is Yerusha, we're going to have to be Mevar and the Kedusha Slevi and and, and the Tanya, exactly whether they all agree on the definitions for Yerusha Reimamus, Yerusha Chet, we're going to get into that. Certainly the Mesilus Yesharim is not that way, we're going to see, that's our first source. But not every person is Zoyche to such a level of Yerusha. My most people, simply Yerusha that's the Iker kind of year. But when a person is learning all of these svarim, and his faith is depending on that, so Nichmas believe by sveikas or kfiras. So it's going to enter into his heart all kinds of sveikas, because Al-Kalpanim, reading in these books of philosophy that they also believed in a God, right? Because who's the shaita to not believe in a God, right? When we're reading and we see Al-Kapanam, they do believe in a, in a being. And like the Ramam says, much of the foundations of our faith with regard to how we view HaKadosh Baruch Hu classically, very much is mantim with that, with that faith. But all of a sudden, I'm able to find a justification not to keep the Torah because the Torah ultimately is going to rely on revelation, is going to rely on the belief that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down and gifted us with a book. That's something that Aristotle had no asage, but the Ramam did, right? But still, once I find a Pesach out to say, okay, the foundation of my life, I'm still going to go ahead and believe in a, in a God, in a first cause, because that's the rational, logical thing that every person would be a fool not to believe in. We're surrounded by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Everything around us, right, is a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, is, uh, is communicating with us. But to believe in revelation, that's of me. That all of a sudden I'm not able to act however I feel that I want to act. And all of a sudden there are mitzvahs and there are averis that I have to do, that I have to stay away from. Welcome, thank you so, so much for coming. Thanks for coming, Ali. Right? So, so such a thing... Such a thing can gift a person, if he wants to be gifted with this, if he sees it as being a gift, with a way out. With a way out. And that could be machnis into somebody's heart, sveikas and kfiras that we're talking about. Kikol adam noyle, says Rabbi Nachman, every person is born in rishos. Every person is born with a little bit of rishos, with a little bit of yitzahara. And mamash, we're born with it. Not just that when a person becomes bar mitzvah, he gets a, a yitzahara. But the Pesach Hattas Reve, to the very beginning of birth, mamash at the beginning, so a person is born, thank you so much for coming, a person is born with that. A person is born with that. And therefore, Every person has in his heart a little bit of this rishos, a little bit of this yetzer hara. That's of course not essential, it's of course only... Rabbi if it's possible to ask the chavr to just a little bit. Ah, uh, now, now, now they're gone. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. 
right? So right? So a person has these taivas, and a person has, and again, it's not essential, it's not who he is, but he has a little bit of it, of it in him. But a person that believes in revelation, for revelation's sake, and a person is absolutely living with this consciousness of Yerusha Oynish, that there's schar, and that there's Oynish, and that the mitzvahs were given to us to keep, and Hashem is real enough to you. Again, without getting into the deeper sagas of what Hashem is, we're going to discuss that, and that's important. But the bedrock has to be that we believe in the Torah. That's the first thing. Right, is that we believe that the Torah was given to us by, uh, by uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who cares, and who cares. And that there's a system of schar and Hashem, and he begins to walk in the way of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because he believes in this. And he believes that the Torah is important, it's important to keep, and it matters. But if a person's whole faith is founded upon his study of those Sfarim, that again, talk about the bottom to, to top understanding of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, as opposed to the top to bottom, where it's revelation that stands at the core of our faith. So then he'll always find some way to be able to gift himself with a doorway out of Torah mitzvahs, that will support and that will justify his tithes inside, right? and, and, and therefore he's going to use it as a justification for his own desires to be able to do all that various in the world, to be able to be over on all the mitzvahs in the Torah, because again, he can justify with himself to say, listen, I still believe in God, but it's a much more sophisticated understanding of God, and we don't need to believe in fairy tales to believe in God, we believe in the first cause, we believe that, that, that you know, we can even have, you know, Spinoza, other, you know, pantheism, or that a Kaddish Baruch who really is Mamalakal Alman, he fills everything, and, and this world is God, and we can get all spiritual with it. But Tyre and Mitzvahs, anything that's asked of us all of a sudden, that's, uh, we, can, we can find a justification to say that's, that's childish, or that's, that's, uh, that's antiquated, or that's, a, right, that's an ancient belief, but it's not modern day. Formal. And this, this writer, or whatever it is, but this provides us with a justification for it. And here Ibn Ahmed says like a, a very strong line. A very, a very strong line. V'yalkein, he says, therefore, ain anu moitzim klal, we have never found. Shiyya eza adam nasa ish kasher v'yari Hashem ayudei sifrei mechakr. We don't find that a person became a yari shemayim through, through studying philosophy. Could be he became an intellectual person he became a person that even a Shemitar and Mitzvah, maybe. A person who's engaged, I'm curious, he's talking about secular philosophy, but even within, within the philosophy of, of Avodah Hashem. But there's something called Yerushalayim that has nothing to do with your intellect, that has nothing to do with your intellectual understanding that we should fear God. It's something else. That it's Yerushalayim that's bound with Amuna, that Amuna and Yira are, are one. And then it's an Amuna that's deep-seated, that doesn't start with my mind. It might express itself through my mind, but it's essential, it's the core of my being. That's what I was talking with one of the Yidden afterwards. That Baruch Hashem, you guys only had half of the conversation, but we talked for a long time afterwards. And this, it came down to this Ikra Nakuda. It's that, yes, it might be valid, and for many people it is valid to be able to engage with Baruch Hashem through their intellectual uh, philosophizing and speculation. But the question is, are we able then, after all the philosophical speculation, and we come to the realization that Yiddishkeit is true, that Hashem is real, and that the Torah is real, is that then retrospectively shining a light on the fact that my deepest core essence believes whether or not my mind believes in it. Because that's what Yiddishkeit wants from us. And that's what, in Emunah we believe, that we don't simply believe because 
even because it was gifted to us throughout the generations, and this is what our parents told us, even that not. And even that is a nice level of simple faith and bunapshuta. But certainly not because it's something that I went into and I chewed over, and it makes sense, it rationally makes sense to me. But it's because at the very core of my essence, I'm rooted in Amuna. I'm rooted in the Shekhinah, in Malchus. The Malchus, this place from which all of Am Yisrael derives, the Malchus is the collective soul of the Jewish nation, is synonymous with Yira, because we find that the Mishnah and Avas tells us, if not for the fear of the government, each person would swallow up his friend. It's a good thing that we have government and fear of government. But we see in the Lashon that Yira and Malchus are connected. Yira is connected to Malchus. That Malchus spiritually is the root soul of all of Am Yisrael. And Malchus is also connected to to Emuna, Malchus is like the Levana. Malchus is the Nekeva, it's the recipient. Emuna means that it's not something that's coming from my mind or something that I have, Adarab. It's coming from the realization that I know nothing. And that's where faith begins, to open myself up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So yes, if a person needs it, in a Hanami, a person, and a person should. Dam HaShetash V'lapikars, Rebbe Nachman says in Samach Beis, based on that Mishnah, that every person has a, has a, has a chiv, to be mechade the seichel, to know what to answer, to know the foundations of our faith in accordance with what the mind's ability is to understand. But that's not the essence. And that at the essence is, I'm a Jew no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. That even if at some point over my journey, it comes to my mind that, you know, Yiddishkeit is not so rational. And chas that a person should leave the path because his whole Yiddishkeit was based on his own mind's understanding. But 30, 40, 50 years down the line, if I should ever be in a situation where somebody puts a gun to my head and says, even though I was machal a thousand, not me, but a person was machal a thousand shabbasim. But a person puts a gun to my head and says, mom, is choose. I'll choose death a thousand times over. That's what Tatania says. And we saw this throughout our history, that there were simple Jews who on an intellectual level didn't believe anything. Bubamai says they spent their whole entire life fighting against. They were the apikars that we had to try to answer. But all of a sudden, in one moment, where there was a barak, where there was something like a lightning flash that revealed their deepest core essence, rooted in keser, keser malchus, keser malucha. So in that moment, nothing in the world could cause them to go ahead and to be over anything because that's what the Tanya famously describes as Avamususeris, a hidden love that we have buried deep within us that sits at the core of our being. And that's the Bechina of the Ish Kashavir Shamayim. Something so beautiful. You know, we lost giants this week, I have to tell you. We lost giants. Giants. And each and every one of these Sadiqim, each in their own way, what they were. But one thing that, 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 really bound all of them together. And they were different, right? Rav Tursky was not Rav Soloveitchik. They came from very different places. But one thing that you saw on their face, even if you never met them, even if you never spoke to them or learned anything about them, was, was a Yira. Was a Yira. Was a Bittal. And that Bittal didn't come from a philosophical speculation of now, okay, now that rationally makes sense, so now I understand that. It was, it was, it was so much Anivus. It was so much Tyra, which is itself the sort of Amuna. Raza de Amuna, the Zarkot is called the Tyra. It was so much tefillah, it was so much ish kasher, yashras, that had nothing to do with their own mind's ability to understand or not understand. Like I've said in the past, the Vilna Gain had more kashas on Yiddishkeit than anybody else. But it was, it was engaged with in such a way of yarishamayim, yaris ha'aynish, just simple. Yaris chait, yaris ha'raymimos. That it was something else, that it was something else. 
And Rabbi Nachman says a strong lashon here. We don't find that a person became an ish kasher of Yerushalayim. Again, you can find people that are both an ish kasher of Yerushalayim and also are engaging in, in, in philosophical speculation, but one does not bring to the other. One does not bring to the other. And again, we find that it says in those farms certain good ethics and morals, and I could be a good person, and I could be even a believing person. It depends what you believe in. A spiritual person depends how you define spirituality. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's hevel ki Because what they lose is greater than what they gain. Because they distract and confuse a person tremendously. It was already recorded. A whole chapter on the Isra to learn the Sfarim. And in Sichas like I mentioned in the previous year, we'll find many other teachings that are around this topic, each one of them providing a different facet. And we'll get to that. How fortunate are we? That Moish Rabbeinu gifted us with such a wonderful chilek and such a wonderful portion. He gave us the Torah and he chose to begin it simply with the facts, with the emes. Without any introduction, of why it's rotwi to believe the words in this book. No. It is it is how it is, what it is. And you don't believe it because it makes sense to believe it. You believe it because you believe it. Because that's your essence. Because your neshama is rooted in one of the 600,000 letters of which this very book is composed. Because it is you and you are it. And that at the end of the end of the day, the most real thing to you on the deepest spiritual, sub-spiritual level, and that's what your essence is, is a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch that you're under the Kisei HaKava, that he sits upon, and sitting upon means to rely on something, and he's Yoshev Tilas Yisrael, that he has a reciprocal relationship with you. That's what it means that a Kaddish Baruch Hu sits on the Kisei HaKava, that all Neshamas of Am Yisrael are hewn, are etched out of the Kisei HaKava, means that Hashem relies on us. That's what it means. The Kedusha Slavi says in last week's parasha. That he sits on us. Yoshev Tilas Yisrael. That's the recipro- reciprocal relationship in which we are rooted at our deepest essence that it's more real to us than any human relationship. It's more real to us than anything physical that we see around us. It's more real to us than any of our philosophical speculations that are rooted in the arrogant ability, ultimately arrogant ability, ultimately not arrogant, but egotistical. And I don't mean egotistical as arrogance, but simply being a yesh, having an ego, having an identity, having a brain, having a mind that I understood. No, that's not, that's not where it's at. That's, that, that's how far your amuna reaches. But it's experiential, not even in an emotional sense, but beyond emotion, beyond anything. Keser, keser. The deepest root of your being is rooted in that place. Of panam al-panam dibar Hashem by our Sinai. That we experience that. And that the Svarim say, the Ma'arayinayim says that we shakal, we have this on LPI. We shakal because... Naturally, a Jew shuckles when he learns. Why? Because we're still shaking. We're still shaking from that experience of hearing the, of hearing the Torah being given to us in our Sinai. And we're still flickering like a flame, deep inside of us that's flickering. That's who we are at our essence. 
And so he, he, Moshe Rabbeinu, he chose for us, Simply faith, simple faith, not because Rabbi Nachman was afraid that, uh, you know, that, that he was trying to protect against us, you know, or, or like information protection or, or, uh, or, or some side of, uh, sort of propaganda and only allowing us you know, to, to receive our information from this source because he was afraid that we would get drawn astray and they were so powerful. Rabbi Nachman says, it's a waste of your time. It's such a waste of your time because that's not who you are at the essence. And so if you have 70 years, why should you spend half your day being busy in this kind of speculation when, when you can give yourself access to tzaddikim who through the nullification of their ego and of their own mind's ability to comprehend open themselves up to the deepest revelation that comes from a Kaddish Baruch himself. And if you could choose in your short amount of time, we should all live long and happy and healthy till 120 days Hashem. But if you could choose, so what should you choose? It's a waste of time. And so it's aser mitam bitl. And not just bittal tire, but bittal atzmi. Because it's redundant. Even though in certain places in the Zara Kaddish, in the beginning of Barashas, for example, the Zara Kaddish is, is, speaks in a negative way about Yerusha'inish, disparagingly. It's already brought on that. Terutzim, who the Zara Kaddish was speaking about uh, uh, to, and what kind of Yerusha he was speaking about, but the truth is, even though it's seems simple, but like we learned, that that's the deepest wisdom, and that's the deepest access to the, uh, the, the, the inherent essence of the Jewish Hashem. So let's go a little bit into the sugya of Yira. Be'ez HaShem, we'll start with the Mesil Sisharim. It looks like a lot, but we're just going to go through it quickly. The Kedusha Slave is also a lot. And the Tanya, we have a lot of sources. Probably we'll continue with this next week based on how much or how little time we have left. But let's make a aschala and let's try to get into the conversation about Yiras Ha'oynish, Yiras Chet, Yiras Ha'oymim, so what are these levels of Yira? And are there any distinctions between the ways that the tzaddikim thought about them that will, uh, that will illuminate for us even, maybe even more than just those three years. Let's, uh, let's, let's dive in together. Says the Heligam Yisrael Sasharim in Parak Chavdala, chapter 24. Yerusha Einish. What does it mean, Yerusha Einish, to fear punishment? Kipshuta. He says on a simple level. That a person is worried to go ahead and transgress against the word or the commandment of a Kaddish Baruch who is God. Because he's worried to get punished. That we are told, and again, this is revelation, that we believe that there's punishment and that our, that our, that our actions matter. Imluguf, whether to the physical body, right? In the time of uh, Sanhedrin, for example, Edim and Asra, or Lenefesh, Shemayim, Punishments in this world, punishments in the world to come. And says the Mesil Sasharim that with regard, again, Klapi, the other levels of Yura, this is an easy level of Yura to get to because, because he says at the, at, at, at the core of it is Bottom line is we like ourselves, we try to stay away from things that are going to hurt us, that are going to pain us, that are going to damage us. It's a basic thing. And a person wants to make sure that he's not putting himself in a situation that's going to damage him. Bottom line is, is that 
any calculation in the world that's going to prevent me from doing something is not going to be as strong as the fear that I have from getting burnt by fire that's going to prevent me from touching the fire. Yira is the strongest motivator, bottom line. Now, it's strong for the moment. It's not strong for, for the duration of time. That's a, that's a big chilek between Ava and Yira. Yira is going to be strong enough if I see it in front of me. But Yira, we can't keep a person forever, forever in Yira. Ultimately, it's going to slip away. It's going to slip away if a person has a counterforce that's strong enough. But over here, we see this unbelievable thing that if we remind ourselves that there's going to be Einish, and there's going to be also be Schar, but there's going to be Einish, and it's real to us, and we make it real, and this is all based on our emuna, even though logically we can't really understand really why Kaddish Baruch is punishing us. Like, it doesn't really make sense so much, but that there's Einish in the world, and we're told that, and we believe that it's one of the 13 animamins, and we consider it no less scary, no less frightful than fire that we, that we run away from, or a wild animal. <speaking in Hebrew> That we shouldn't bring ra, something negative or evil or dangerous or harmful upon ourselves. He continues, This is a very simple level of yura. That's only right to those that aren't really being mamik and seichel. Historically, the women were less educated. That wasn't their role. Today, it's different. But This is not the yura of the chachamim of the tzaddikim of anche das. Okay, Hamina Beis, the second level who Yiras Haraymimos. This is already called Yiras Haraymimos, which is the fear of, of Romimos, of awesomeness. And this is that a person should stay away from Chatayim, from sins. And he should not transgress, not because he's afraid of the punishment, but we make because of a Kaddish Baruch who is awesome, honor, and present. And this is a higher level. Because over here, it's not simply that I believe that there's going to be punishment, but I have a hargasha. I have a perception of the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu to the point that I, how, how could I bring myself to go ahead and to do something that, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, with the knowledge of what he is, not that I'm afraid of the Einish, but I'm afraid of transgressing to get in the way of my, of my connection with and perception of and my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. That how could I do something negative? And he says, this yira that we're going to now explain, this is a third level of yira, again, this is in the Ramchal. This is the Ramchal's take on yira sa'raymah. So we're going to see the Kedusha Slevi, the Tanya, and, 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 the, and the Basai, and other tzaddikim don't learn necessarily this exact way. But it's good to see how it's, you know, how, how it's set up over here in this sheet of the Ramchal. This is Yeras Ha'oynesh, we understand. Yeras Ha'roymamus, we understand. Not to go ahead and to do something, right? Because the Kaddish Baruch is great kavod. And Yeras Chet is kamay chelik mi Yeras Ha'roymamus zacharnu. It's like a, a portion, it's, it's a kind of Yeras Ha'roymamus. Ukamay min b'fnei atzmei, but it's also like its own inyan. V'ainu. Ki inin yanahu, the inyan of Yeras Ha'chet, where a person fears not the punishment and not and is not overwhelmed by the Raymond of Kaddish Baruch Hu, but he fears the act itself. What does this mean? That a person is constantly, 
constantly, and that's the point here, as he's going to discuss, constantly focusing and worrying over his actions. Penis Ariba is a shemitz chait. Maybe there's a little bit of chait that crept in some on some lowly level, on, on some on some basic level. Pen Yisham is a davar chait, a davar katan, a gadol that there's going to be some sort of of davar katan a gadol. Sheinu lefi goydok fayidis baruch v'reimim musheim v'reimim So it sounds very similar, right? Because what's the chilek? But v'hin charei hayachas hagadol. He says you should be able to see right away the deep connection. They almost sound exactly alike. Not for the fear of punishment, but because it's all about a Kaddish Baruch when therefore a chet is something that I want to run away from. That I don't want to do, not because I'm afraid that I'm going to get punished, but because it's not in accordance with my obligation toward my perception of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's roimimus and awesomeness and godless. What's the difference? That therefore causes us to consider it to be a different level. And to call it by another name. Who is the following? is at the time of the chait, or at the time of the Yitzhar, that I hold back from doing something because I'm overwhelmed by the perception of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's and how can I go ahead and do something that's negative, what the king himself wants, in his throne room, that he's so real, that he so exists, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and his covet is, it's adding shir, tachlis, so how could I act, that that's at the shas at the time, then he's embarrassed and 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 he's so he's so um uh, uh, trembling and fearful and in awe really of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence that's and also in Surah Avera. he knows that this thing is an Avera which means to transgress this that he's withholding from doing this not to go ahead and to rebel against the against the you know the presence of Hashem that's here Surah but 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 he says but he says in Yud Beis it should be Yud Beis Ach Ach Yiras Hachei to Bechol Isav Cholsha Yiras Hachei is not Yiras Haroimim that all of a sudden you're overtaken by this awesome realization of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence that's called Meitzitz Menacharak and Amar Naim speaks about this many many places that a Kaddish Baruch Hu in the moment of, a, of an Avera will, will 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 make a person feel like someone's watching and we get this feeling that's a Kaddish Baruch Hu Meitzitz Menacharak it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu watching you and that's and that's Yiras Haroimim that could overcome us and overwhelm us Leprakim but at some times we feel overwhelmed by Hashem's presence and the reality of him of him right and and and, and his presence in the moment and so that's going to prevent us that's not your eschate your eschate is all the time not that he's standing right you know uh, standing before either doing a chait or, or, or being over on a lot but all the time, a person is in a state of Yerushchei. You're not in a state of Yerushchei. Yerushchei is an event. It's not a process, right? It's not. It's not something that's continual. It's something that boom. It's like a lightning bolt. It, it flashes upon you, and that's Yerushchei. Again, according to the Ramchal, you're going to learn. Chassidus took it much deeper, but this is according to the Ramchal, right? But Yerushchei is all the time, and that's the gather between the difference or the distinction and the chilek between Yerushchei and Yerushchei. Lefi the Ramchal, the Yase Davar Echatzi Davar She Neged Kavod Shemay. And that's the Indian of Yiras Chait and the Chilik between Yiras Chait, Yiras Ha'ayimus, and Yiras Ha'ayimus. What's that? 
What, what do you mean this week in the pamphlet they gave out? Okay, great. So we'll, we'll, look, we'll take a look at that. Yours hate according to who, though? He was saying that you think that it's a level that um, it's like for kids or something. No, he said no. Even the biggest. Yours hate or yours Einish? Um, Probably talking about Yeres Ha'inish. Yeres Ha'inish, yeah, 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 right. Because Yeres Ha'inish, Yeres Ha'inish, I don't think ever, anybody says it for kids. Yeres Ha'inish, people say, oh, you know, it's just uh, very interesting. Okay, so we'll take a look at it. Be'ez Hashem. Okay, so that's Ramchal. So very basically, again, Yeres Ha'inish simply is fear of being punished, right? And that Ramchal says we can easily attain because that's an experience we have. We get scared of things and we, we, we withhold from doing things because we're scared of doing it. Why shouldn't, why shouldn't we be scared, right, of, of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's punishment, right, and of the promise that there's Schar and Einish. And again, on that level, it requires Emunah. And that's why Ben Nachman wants us to begin with the most basic level, even though, wait a second, let me, let me, let me, let me learn a lot about a who's godless and about how he feels the whole world and deep things and mamalikal amen, soivikal amen, says Rabbi Nachman, that's very beautiful, but that's already in the moichin. That's already, there's a little, there's a level of ego there. In a certain crazy way, it, it's a higher level of yira, but it still necessitates some level of, some level of ego, right? In order to get there, in order to get there. Yira sa'inesh is, is mamash nothing. It's just, I believe that I'm going to be punished and, and that's where Rabbi Nachman wants to begin on the simplest, simplest level. He wants us to get to those higher levels of yira that will eventually bring us to complete and utter bittal, as we'll learn from the Tanya, like unbelievable levels of bittal, we'll get there. But let's begin just with the simplest, simplest thing of faith. That's Yeris Ha'inish. That's Yeris Ha'inish. Yeris Ha'inish, we learned, is that I don't want to go ahead and do a chet because I'm so aware of the great kavod of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that how can I go ahead and act out of line with what the king himself wants, that the king is present, and that he's real, that he's watching me, v'chule, and that's, that's Yeris Ha'inish. The difference between Yeris Ha'inish and Yeris Ha'inish is that Yeris Ha'inish appears at the moment and Yeris Ha'inish is something that, that, that goes with a person all the time, that a person is a Yari Ha'inish. <coughs> We don't say that a person is a yare roi uh, right? But we do have a terminology of yare chet, right? A person is a yare chet, a yare shemayim. And that's, uh, that's the Ramchal setup. Says the Yelika Kedusha Slebi Parshas Ekev, Hinei Metchila Naktim Ininai Yedua. It's a much longer piece. It's really could die to learn the rest of it also. Like all these pieces, we have to learn Kalatarakula, and there are thousands of other quotes that could have been brought. You know, it was hard to be with Samson here. To these pieces, I tried to take things that were integral just for the setup of learning the Chilik between the different Tzadikim and to help us understand better what Yeris Ha'inosh is in relation to Yeris Chet, Yeris Ha'inosh. Says the Yelika Kedusha Vers Chusi Agnolenu, Hinei Metchila Naktim in an ayadua. We're going to begin first with the well-known concept that that there are two levels of yira. Something that's called in the Zohar Kadesh yira ilah, a very elevated kind of fear or awe, and a lower bechina of yira. So here's an interesting thing. Because the Kedusha Slevi seems to be saying that there's two levels of Yira. The Ramchal spoke about three levels of Yira. Says the Yelik of guess what? There are three levels of Yira, but the first level of Yira is so not a thing that it's not even included. What's that Yira? Yira Sa'inish. The Rebbe Nachman says that we should try to attain. Says the Yelik I'm starting light years ahead of that. It's not Bechlal, these two kinds of Yiras. Issi Yira, says the Zara. The Issi Yira, there are two kinds of Yira. Yira Sa'inish doesn't start. That's what he says here. Bechin is Yira Tata. Bechin is Yira Schet. The level of lower fear or lower awe is the aspect of Yeras Chet. 
The Ein Zebuchinas Yerusha Oynes Levad says the prediction of this year as Ched and this year Tata is not Yerusha Oynes. Asher Gam Chusei Eirich Yishlem Yerusah. Hopefully that even lowly people or simple people have this year that's going to prevent them. And by the way, Chusei Eirich doesn't sound like simple Jews. Simple Jews could be kosher people, could be tzaddikim. Chusei Eirich means that there's a limit to even the simplest person. Like that, I'm not going to do. Like that, I'm not going to. Doesn't mean that he's a tzaddik, but it means that there's enough Yerushchait in there, Yerushchait in there somewhere that ultimately there's a gather, there's a limit. That I won't do. This I'll do. That I won't do already. Right? That's a Chusei Erech says the Berdichur. We don't need that. That's not called Yerushchait Bechlal. That's not the Isir of Isir Yer Tata Yer Ila Yerushchait is not part of that. So what is Yerushchait? What is the lower level of Yer that we're dis- that we're discussing? It's a level higher than this kind of fear, which is Yerasa Oynes. The Rabbi Nachman says we dafka should try to attain. Not that I'm fearful to take the action, but I'm fearful of the, of the action itself and what the consequences are. There's a very big difference between this and the Ramchal. The Ramchal, it's the Indian of, I'm afraid to do the action because God is real to me and the Chet is something that he does not want and therefore, how could I bring myself to do something that's going to be disjointed right from the Ratzan of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, who's real and present and watching me and I'm in the throne room, I'm not going to go and, and, and rebel against the king. But over here, it's more than that. And over here, you can begin to see a little bit more of this reciprocal relationship, this approach where you're something that's built into us, and Muna is something that's built into us. This Bechina of Das Shalim, of revelation, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, 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 is in a relationship you know, reciprocally with us, or that the reciprocity of that connection that we have with Him is that I want to be connected with Him, and I don't want to be Nichros V'Nivdal. Not that I'm afraid of the Kari Shabbai, that's a punishment, or that I'm afraid of Misi Shamai and that I'm not going to be in this world anymore, and what that means. But I'm, I'm, I'm simply afraid to do something that's going to get in the way of me and him. And that means yiras chet is not that I'm afraid to take the action, but I'm afraid of what the, what, of what the consequence of the action will be in relation to my relationship with the master of the world. That's yiras chet. It's a higher level of yira. All I want is to become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The root of this year This kind of year comes to a person when we know who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. How do we get to know who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is? Not through the simple amuna that we have deep inside. That comes with learning. That comes with opening the Svarim of the revelation. Opening Svarim from the Zar Kadosh to the Arizal, Rechaim Vital, and the Ramchal, and the Rashash, the that brings us to an awareness of just who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and how He reveals Himself through the Seder Ashtal Shalos Memela. I understand what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and how it's so true that the Tzimtzum is only from our perspective but really from Hashem's perspective. He's, 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 he's filling the world even within the system of the spheres. We're going to see the Tani says something else. That's Enoid Malvad, Mamish, that's Bittal. We're going to get there. But that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we, we, we get to know Him. First you get to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then you can serve Him properly. And so that's already utilizing the mind, utilizing what our minds can comprehend within the aspect of revelation that's recorded in the Svarim and the Sadiqim who got their ego out of the way and opened their neshamas to become privy to those secrets from a world beyond. 
And we learn what all these things are and at what level they exist and what their function is. That even these beings are are completely ayin and efes. That who is gifting them with life each and every moment, filling them with, with, with vitality, vibrancy. would withhold that chiyas for one second. Everything would, would melt, everything would disappear, wouldn't exist. When a person has this deep contemplation and understanding then it will bring him to an awareness of whoa, how lowly I am. So first begins with understanding with my own das but the nature of what I am understanding with my das leads to a complete bit of das leads to a complete awareness of tachlis idea, asher loineida, which then the philosophy is the opposite. The more I understand, the more I understand, until I get to a point where I can't understand anymore. But still, I've gotten to that point because I've understood everything. Bemela, I've gotten to a level where, I, where, where, where there's nothing more to be understood. That's the humility of the philosophers, to say, we understood all there is to be, all there is to, uh, to understand, and whatever there is to know, that we shall know one day. Right? Anything that can be known. But in Revelation, it's infinitely receding back into the one who is opening up a portal to the place of, 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 of deeper, deeper understandings. Mamela, the knowledge of the mystic, as opposed to the philosopher, right, if we're setting it up in that dichotomy, is that the more I know, not just that I have the humility of knowing that I've reached a level where I can't know more, not that I can't know more, but there is more to learn. And I will know more because I continue to climb that ladder that doesn't end with the human limitation, but it's, it's ki'ilu, not a ladder that I took from the ground and set up, but it's a rope that was, dis, that was, that Yaakov Chavon Achlasa, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu dropped down to me that I can keep on climbing infinitely. And the higher I go, the more, the more humility I have and the, and, the, and the more that I'm able to proceed and the more das that I'm able to attain, the more I realize that and, and, and therefore, that's the, we talked about makif and pnim, memela, that becomes a pnim, I get a new makif and I keep on climbing higher and higher infinitely because I do know that it's not my own understanding and I'm being, I'm being given the, the, the opportunity to climb this infinite ladder up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, up to the root that's infinite, that's Ein Sof, but at the same time it leads me to the understanding of my, of my, of my lowliness and of my bitl, and it's a never-ending process. The das that I attain brings me to to a to a das to a tachlis idea asher loyneida lias mi mari de chushbena to be to to make a chushbena eichu rachik me Hashem bechule and that will bring him to this level of yerashchet because shayeda enish benafshe when a person understands this as who nivze benimas beino betachlis he understands how lowly the physical flesh what it is a physical body klape understanding the chayes and the srafim and I find him which you won't find. In the, in, in, the, in, the, in the rationalist you know, uh, approach to Yiddishkeit. We don't talk about what is it because it's not something that we can understand. Aristotle couldn't have come to the understanding of Chayas Vaifani HaKodesh saying Shira to HaKodesh Baruch that's within the level and the realm of revelation. But once I know what that is, Memela, I'm, under, I'm able to understand what my own flesh and blood is, Klapehem, and Memela, that leads to a complete, complete bittel. Because if I have an opportunity to connect to such a God that's Memela, Kal Almin, Vesoyviv, Kal Almin, Vesoyviv, Minei, and Les Machshavat Fisbe, Klal, Vechule, so Memela, that's not something I want to get in the way of. It's not the Ramchal's Yerashchei, but it's not something 
I want to get in the way of. I'm afraid of the consequence of the chayv, not in the sense of the punishment that I'll get, which is Yerusha Oynish, the Kedusha Slavi is not even speaking about Bechalal, it's not part of the system. But I'm afraid of the chayv in the sense of getting in the way between my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's called Yeras Chayv. Is that Nikri Yeras Chayv? Or Yerat HaTash or Yeras Chayv? Amnam Bechinas Yerat Ilah, the level of Yerat Ilah, who Lamala Mi Gazu is higher than this level. Not simply the gedula that we understand that a Kaddish Baruch who reveals his godless through the world, through the malachim, through the srafim, certainly through the natural wonders of the world, everything that we're surrounded by, which is a gavalt, and from that we're able to understand, wow, a Kaddish Baruch who is godless. But this kind of esbonenos is in Hashem himself, kibiyach. The concept of infinity, the aspect of a soyviv kalam, and not his revelation in the world, but his atzmas beyond the world. And to really be misbonin in that, it's an enormous, enormous level of misboninus to be able to contemplate that idea of infinity and to be mamik, to, to meditate, to contemplate on these ideas. That brings a person to Yeris Aroimimus, where a person is buttle. It's, 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 just, it's not a conscious decision that I make not to, not to sin. It's, it's beyond that. It's I can't sin if I wanted to. I'm pushed, I'm pushed, buttle, 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 before what that is. <clears throat> In front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Hashem, right? And that comes again, even the Midas that we describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu as revealing himself with, they don't exist within him. He's completely, completely uh, uh, um, indivisible and one and, and completely infinite. Far beyond the Malachim, far beyond any Seder, any sort of Tzimtzum. Right? With a tremendously strong Iyun it's not that there's a me and that the me is deciding that I don't want to do anything to get in the way of my relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's no me. There's no me. There's nothing. Completely, or complete awareness of my neshama as representing a spark or a ray of the sun when held up to the sun itself. Ah, this person is Yarechet, and he's a Mar the Chushbana, he makes Cheshbana Nefesh. There's no Cheshbana Nefesh because there's no Nefesh. There's no Cheshbana Nefesh. The person is in a place of bitl, 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 bitl. There's no Cheshbana that needs to be made because a Cheshbana is already in this world. There's no multiplicity, there's no disparity. It's ain't so, it's ain't so. This is the very high level of tzaddik. And how many tzaddikim were there like this? Who lived their lives where they didn't even, even to make a chesman a nefesh was, was superfluous because they didn't take one step or one breath out of the Ratzon Hashem because how could they? Because there was no them. It was just like a Baruch with Moshe Rabbeinu. How many tzaddikim do we have like that? This is called Yira Ila. So it's interesting. The Yiras Chet that he says is not the Ramchal's Yiras Chet. And even in a certain way, the Yiras Horoimimus is not the Ramchal's Yiras Horoimimus. Because the, the, the Ramchal did have this aspect of, of being aware of a Kaddish Baruch who's covet, but that was still within this world. And even then, it didn't lead me to say, ah, because of Hashem's covet, I want to have a relationship with him, and maybe I don't want to take a chet that's going to that's gonna divide. It was simply, ah, Kaddish Baruch who's covet is so great in this world, how could I go ahead and rebel against him? It was different, you understand? So in that regard, it was the same, because the Hizboninus was the same in the, the Shal Shal Sa'ilamas. The Hizboninus was the same from, 
from, from Brias, from creations in this world, from the Malachim, from the Srafim, the Ifanim, but he took it in another direction. The Gnushal Slavi doesn't have that Bechla. He has that Hispainunus of the Ramchal's Yerusha Raimumus, but that is Yerushchait because that leads to me not, not wanting to get in the way of the relationship. But the Yerusha Raimumus that the, that the Gnushal Slavi talks about is, is something that's far beyond the Ramchal's Yerusha Raimumus, far beyond the Ramchal's level of Yerushchait, Yerusha Raimumus, but in the Asik baby, in the Deloy Asik baby, makes no difference. A much, much, much higher level that comes from Hisbainunus Ba'atzmus. You know, in a Kodesh Baruch Hu's essence, which is an unbelievable level of bittel, to really be mamik one's mind in this awareness that in oid movadeg, there's no reality. All there is is a Kodesh Baruch Hu himself. So there's no me. So I'm batal batachlis. And it takes years to work on this, but it takes his us to set aside time. And Chabad are very strong in this. We're going to learn from the Tanya now already. Running into Mariv, maybe it's Gadad to start and Mamish go until, or so we shouldn't even start. We shall wait until next week, huh? Bezer Hashem, next week we'll see from the Tanya, and the Tanya, we're not going to even compare it to the Ramchal, because the Tanya is already, but the Tanya will compare it to the Kedusha Slevi, and we'll see. I believe that they're very similar. I think both were, were ultimately Talmud and the Magad Mizrich, so they both drew from the same source. We're going to see the way that the, we're going to see that the way, we're going to see that the way that the, that the, that the Baal Tanya expresses it as something, as something completely, completely out of this world, Mamish, out of this world different. And then, Bezer Hashem, after the Tanya, we're going to see a piece from the Basayin that also talks about the two levels of Yira. We're going to see a piece from Rabbi Nachman going back to why Yira Sa'inish is important. We're going to see from the Heliga Priya Aretz also stressing why Yira Sa'inish is very important, as well as a piece from the Kuti Alachas that says that even within Yira Sa'inish, we have to be careful that it doesn't lead to Chas Shalom sadness or depression or disconnect from HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it's only supposed to bring us closer to Him and His love and His relationship and His loving arms and that reciprocal relationship of the Mammon as opposed to the philosopher of Tachas of bitl, bitl atzmi, of the bechina, of deep-seated emuna and ahava mesuseris that sits at the deepest level and the core of what it means to be a Jew. Ashreinu chavra. Mahamash Ashreinu. Thank you so, so much.